This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. FU Money allows someone to break free from the mindset that the only way I can get out of this toxic job is to retire early. You don't need to retire early. All you need is some cash that gives you a bridge out of something toxic to something better. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three things. First, I'll be answering a question from the Marriage, Kids, and Money community about FU money. What is it and why it might be all that folks who are pursuing financial independence really need? Second, we're back with our Coast Fire segment. This quarter, we're going to be featuring AJ Thomas from Tennessee. He and his wife, Tabitha, hit this Coast Fire milestone in their early 30s, and we're going to talk about what the power of compound interest is going to do for them in retirement. And last but not least, my son Calvin will be joining me for another good word with all the tough news out there lately. Calvin and I are going to be sharing some good news for you all to enjoy. All right, let's jump into today's show. I received a question from Jenna on Instagram, and here it is. You mentioned your wife left her job and went back to school using FU money. What is FU money? (laughs) Short little DM on Instagram from Jenna. Jenna, thank you so much for connecting with me on there. If you guys are on the gram, you can follow me and connect with me at Marriage Kids and Money. That's at Marriage Kids and Money. There's a bunch of fake accounts on there. Be careful. I am at Marriage, Kids, and Money. Just be careful out there. There's there's gonna be people who are gonna DM you and they're gonna ask you to get some crypto or invest in their stuff. I will never DM you and ask you to invest in anything. Just know that. Anyway, back to Jenna. Jenna, let's talk about FU Money. What is FU Money? Well, FU Money is money stashed away in a savings account that allows you to say goodbye to a job you don't like. By saving enough money, you can cover your expenses for a period of time. It's essentially a bridge that helps you transition from a place of hardship and stress to a place of peace and prosperity. When you have enough money set aside for a period of time of your choosing, you can say... F you. Now, if you're listening with your kids, F you, of course, means forget you job. You know, why? What were you thinking? Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely forget you. Forget you. Get your head out of the gutter, mom and dad. Let's talk about some FU money examples. Now I'm going to share a few. Some of them are personal and then some of them are examples that might help you with your situation. Now, my wife and I both used FU money to transition into new careers and new lifestyles. Let me first talk about FU money to transition into entrepreneurship. This is my story. 
In 2019, I was a well-paid employee with great benefits, but I really didn't enjoy the work that I was doing. I had been in corporate event marketing for 15 years, and I was just tired of it. My passion was gone, and I wanted something else out of life to prepare for my leap out of my corporate career and into a life as an entrepreneur. We saved up $100,000 of FU money in a savings account. This was way more than we needed to cover our family's expenses, but it made me feel comfortable knowing that my family would be protected if things didn't go as planned. Two months after I let my employer know I was leaving my secure job, the pandemic came in and the whole world went sideways. My small business income plummeted. I lost client contracts that were solid. My advertising dollars decreased and my hopes for a prosperous first full year as a business owner were crushed. I was so glad that I had my FU money to help us during this crazy, crazy time. Not only did it help us take care of our family's expenses for a few months while my business right-sized, but it allowed me to not panic and jump back into my old career that I didn't like. Fast forward to today, I'm a six-figure business owner working 20 hours per week, and I love what I do for a living. This would not have been possible without my FU money. Now let's talk about FU money to transition into a new career path. This is my wife's story. After years of doing the stay-at-home mom thing, my wife, Nicole, was ready to go back to work. Checking emails at a desk and drinking coffee sounded like heaven compared to having no time to yourself at home with toddlers. If you're in that situation, you know what I'm talking about. She started working in the advertising industry as an office manager and found the work to be enjoyable and not too overwhelming. When the pandemic hit, everything seemed to change quickly. There's a lot of pandemic themes here. (laughs) Her relaxing and manageable job became stressful and demanding. She transitioned to another company in hopes that it would be better, but honestly, it was just more of the same. Nicole knew that this industry was not for her anymore, and she wanted to change career paths altogether. For a long time, Nicole wanted to transition into a job where she could use her hands. She's very like engineering focused and she wanted to help people. She had her heart set on becoming an esthetician. That's when our FU money came in handy once again. Since we still had over about $30,000 of FU money left, we decided that we could use this money to help cover our expenses while Nicole went back to school for six whole months. Nicole is now three weeks away from graduating as a licensed esthetician and is thrilled about her new career adventure. F you money, baby. (laughs) So those were a couple personal examples. Now I'm going to share an example of a situation I've come across over the years I've been coaching and interviewing couples where they've used F you money to better their lives. So let's talk about F you money to transition into a single income household. Let's discuss a couple. Let's call them Chad and Catherine. They wanted to transition from a two-income household to a single-income household. 
Catherine wanted to become a stay-at-home mom and raise her two small kids before they were off to school full-time. They decided that using FU money would allow them to have a bridge out of Catherine's corporate nine-to-five job. The couple was used to spending $10,000 per month to live their comfortable lives. Without Catherine's income, they would only have $6,000 per month to work with. Jumping directly from a budget of $10,000 per month to $6,000 per month would have been really difficult for them. So instead of that, they decided together to use an FU money bridge that would allow them to slowly but surely get used to living on less. By saving up $18,000 in an FU money fund, they were able to utilize the funds as a bridge to become a single income family. Each month, they would find ways to decrease their spending by $500. In the beginning, it was easier because they found immediate savings by eliminating the daycare costs. Those are big costs for a lot of families. With less commuting to work, there were then savings on gas. They found ways to save on their insurance by going with higher deductibles. And as the months rolled on, they got more thrifty with grocery shopping and overall just paid more attention to where their money was going. Over the course of eight months, they were ready to live on the $6,000 per month that would be coming in. But during their time of transition, that FU money helped ease them into their new life. And Chad was able to increase his income over time as well. In the end, Chad and Catherine were able to transition into a single-income family successfully. It was tough and required some trial and error, but the plan worked. So, after hearing these three stories, you might be wondering, well, how much F.U. money do I need? And to answer that question... Honestly, it's truly personal. It's personal based on how much your expenses are each month, and it's personal based on your end goal. This FU money isn't going to allow you to quit your job or stop working forever, but it could give you a much-needed break or the time you need to transition to a better life. So let's see how much time we can buy. The first thing you need to do is calculate your monthly expenses. So first things first, you need to understand how much you're spending, how much you're saving, how much you're giving, how much you're investing each month so you find your baseline number. For our family, that's around $6,000 per month right now. We don't have a mortgage and we've hit Coast Fire, so we're not contributing much to our retirement anymore. So take that number with a grain of salt. Also depends on where you live in the country, right? If you don't know how much you're spending, I'd suggest downloading one of our top recommended budget apps for families. I just put out some content on that. And our favorite is Mint. It just makes it easy. It's free. I'll put the links in the show notes for those resources. But all these apps that are mentioned on our list, they're typically free or pretty cheap. And it'll help you get a better look at your financial situation. Then you want to construct your family why. After understanding your monthly expenses, it's time to sit down with your partner and get clear on your current family financial why. So what do I mean by a family why? What is the reason you're going on this financial adventure? Why are you getting laser focused on your finances? What is your why? A few reasons to consider for building up FU money would be 
that you want to take a much needed unpaid sabbatical. Maybe you want to take a sabbatical at work, but they don't pay you and you need a little bridge money to make that possible. Or you want to transition from one industry to another and go back to school like my wife did. Or you want to leave a stressful, high-paying job to take on a lower-paying, less stressful job. And you need that bridge money to help you get there. Or you want to ease into a life as a small business owner like I did. Or you want to make time to raise a new child. Maybe you're adopting. Maybe you are a new parent and you want to just be there to help them grow and be a supportive parent. So these are all reasons maybe you want to check out (laughs) FU money and find your family why. And once you've got that nailed down, you'll be ready to build up that FU money savings fund. And when you're thinking of quitting, you can always turn back to this family why as a reminder of why you're doing what you're doing, why you're saving more money, why you're putting it away, why you're maybe looking at your budget a little tighter and saying, okay, What is the reason I'm doing this? And then lastly, determine how long you'll need the FU money. So let's say your family why is to leave your job and go back to school and start work in a new industry. The courses and classes, it's going to take you one year to complete if you go full time. So during that one year period of time, your take home pay would have been $50,000. That's a lot of money, right? So instead of piling up money to retire early because you hate your job and you want to quit, you know, you decide to grow your FU money, which is a more realistic goal, in my opinion, instead of financial independence, retiring early, all that. So by growing your FU money, you can change industries and find more joy in your work today because doing work that you like is kind of fun. By saving around $2,000 per month for two years, you'll have enough money to cover your income for a full year. Now, that's a lot easier than trying to pool up a million dollars and then draw 4% off of it. And it's just more realistic. We want to find work that we enjoy, and this FU money could help you get there. Now, tuition, books, and materials are another cost that you'll need to think about as well. You could consider using a 529 plan if you've got some extra funds in there built up for your children. Either way, good old-fashioned savings can make your dreams of saying F you to a job you don't like a reality. Now, I love the FIRE movement. I don't want to dog on it, but retiring early through stock market investing, real estate investing, and small business ownership is difficult for most people in our country. Now, I'll continue to support people as they grow their knowledge and assets in these areas because I'm passionate about it myself. But having simpler tools to access your version of family financial independence is important too. That's what FU money is to me. FU money allows someone to break free from the mindset that the only way I can get out of this toxic job is to retire early. You don't need to retire early. All you need is some cash that gives you a bridge out of something toxic to something better. So if you're feeling frustrated with your job or direction in life, give FU money a try. Well, enough for me, everyone. I want to hear from you. What do you think of FU money? Are you on the fire movement path and getting frustrated? Well, FU money might be there for you, huh? Please let me know what you think by sharing this episode on social media and tagging me at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram and at Andy Hill MKM on Twitter and Facebook. Let's keep this conversation going. 
Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Investing for retirement takes time, patience, and consistency. Eventually, you'll reach a point where you don't need to contribute any more money to hit your retirement goals. And that's what we call Coast Fire. On our Coast Fire segment today, we're going to interview AJ from Nashville. AJ and his wife, Tabitha, hit this Coast Fire milestone recently in their early 30s. Today, we're going to learn how they accomplished this family financial goal and how this affects their journey going forward. Welcome to the show, AJ. Hey, Andy. Great to be here. Looking forward to this discussion. Absolutely, man. Thank you for contributing to the community and helping others achieve their Coast Fire goals as well. So I like to start this segment with the Coast Fire 5, where I ask you five quick questions about this Coast Fire milestone you've hit so people understand it a little easier. So let's start with question number one. How much do you have invested for your retirement today? Yeah, so Andy, we have about four hundred and twenty, four hundred and thirty thousand as the market sits right now, right? Invested for retirement, and that split is about three hundred and fifty in investment, like retirement accounts. We have sixty in a brokerage. We have ten in about an HSA, and that leaves us with about ten to fifteen in cold hard cash. 
Love it, man. Okay. And how old are you and your spouse today? I'm 31 and my wife, Tabitha, is 33. And we have a five-year-old named Miles. Awesome, man. That's great. Okay. Question number three here. Based on your Coast Fire calculations, then how much will you have in retirement if you decide to not contribute anything else going forward? Yeah. So this is what's super exciting. The, the power of compound interest, right? So assuming, you know, a 7% rate of return here, that puts us at about two and a half million dollars by the time we retire at age 60. And then so how much income will this potentially provide you in retirement? That works out to be with the 4% rule, you're looking at $100,000 a year. $100,000 a year. And that is inflation adjusted, everybody. So that's $100,000 today. If you didn't contribute anything else. Wow, that is that's super powerful, man. So how much income do you guys need to live comfortably today then? That, that's what's so cool about this stuff is we know the lifestyle that we've created for ourselves now, which we're really comfortable with, we're looking at like 60 to 70,000 a year. That's it. I love it. I love it, man. So you are well situated for retirement and you're early 30s. That is, that's incredible, AJ. Way to go, man. Congratulations. And thank you for sharing all this information with us to help us understand your situation. When did you start investing and what got you motivated? Yeah. So I grew up overseas. I grew up in the country of Guatemala and my parents are missionaries. I'm the oldest child. And when it came time for college, they said, hey, we really don't have that much to help you go to college. You have to figure it out. So I got a scholarship through the army and I was determined to not have any student loans. I didn't care what I had to do. I went through army ROTC. I worked a job while I was in college. I was, I just did not want any school debt at all. Fast forward a couple of years, I'm in the army. I got married to my wife. My wife brought a lot of student loan debt to the marriage. And so when we got married, we had about, I would say 70,000 in debt between the two of us now, our debt. I deployed with the army and while I was on deployment, I was getting some extra allowances and I wanted to figure out what I was supposed to do with it. And I wanted to get rid of the debt too. And that's what really got me onto Dave Ramsey, the total money makeover. How can I pay down this debt quickly so I can start accumulating my wealth? And that's really the motivation, right? Is when I was, when I was on deployment, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with that extra money. That's excellent. And then how did you start investing it at that point? I mean, there's a lot of confusing information out there about how to invest your money. There's lots of really great ideas out there for you. So how did you decide which way to go? So I remember, I remember when I was going through the, the total money makeover process, I, to this day, remember pr- clicking the button to drain, you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with the Dave Ramsey baby steps, the, like one of the first things you do is you save up that thousand dollars and you just put the rest towards expenses and your, your debt. And I remember clicking that button and draining the savings down and it hurt so bad and it hurt so bad. But then I started doing the, uh, the mutual funds. I started doing the S and P 500, just slowly building the knowledge over time. I didn't like wake up one day and know exactly what to do. Yeah. So you just started. And yeah, I mean, I've heard that from a lot of people. It's like sometimes we get locked up by this analysis paralysis and then we do nothing. And we look up 10 years later and be like, ah, yeah, I really got to start investing. But you started and you got busy with it. Did you take advantage of any sort of tax advantaged retirement accounts? I know you mentioned that, that you had $350,000 in retirement. So which retirement avenues did you use to get there? I started when I first initially started, I was just doing IRAs. So I was just looking at the Roth IRA for myself and for my wife. That was to kind of get my feet wet, start the process of getting familiar with, with Vanguard and how to manipulate the system. But now as we look into our portfolio, like we have a, we have a pretty broad mix of things, including the S&P 500 index funds, very traditional. We have some RSUs through my company. 
real estate with our house. And then we have HSA, IRA, and of course, the 401ks. I love that, man. And you guys are in your early 30s. You've taken this and built it so well. And you guys have a child. Is that right? Yeah, he's five and he's way cooler than I am. And he just started (laughs) kindergarten. So he is just loving life, man. Now, you guys are already investing so much for your future. Have you already started investing for your five-year-old as well? Or is that something you guys haven't jumped into yet? Yeah. So we opened a 529 when he was born and we've just on autopilot, we've put, I think it's $200 a month. We just socked it away into his 529. I'm kind of on the fence right now if I want to continue doing the 529 or if it's more, you know, more of an advantage to kind of do like a brokerage account for him to give flexibility just with the current state of things. But but yes, we are saving for him. And I think he will appreciate that a lot. When you started paying off the student loans and you started investing at the same time, there's a lot of collaboration there between you and your wife, Tabitha. How did some of those conversations go in the beginning just to kind of jump on board and feel like you guys were a part of a team? Yeah, so 100%, Andy, when when we are dealing with in a marriage, we we are one and we need to be on the same page having our money together was one of the, one of the biggest things for us to be successful. I got my wife to read total money makeover. We had some discussions about it. I didn't make any of these decisions in the vacuum by far. You know, I was halfway across the world. I didn't want to do anything crazy with our finances, but we just had these, the, the traditional budget meetings that probably like took a little bit more time than they definitely do now, but it was just being intentional about the conversation and where we wanted to position ourselves in the next three, five, 10 years. Well, I remember when I started some of those conversations with my wife, I think controlling our expenses was a was a main <laughs> main topic of conversation because we were young. We wanted to enjoy living for today, but also balance thinking about tomorrow. How did you guys work to control those expenses? You said you met for budget meetings and things like that. So talk to us about those and how that went. We are very big proponents, especially early on. We definitely had a budget, very, very strict. We used the Every Dollar app when it came out with the Dave Ramsey platform. We wanted our money to have a plan on paper for where it was going. That way we didn't end up at the end of the month wondering where it went. So initially in our journey, we were very big on really sticking to that budget, almost, you know, to our downfall, right? Just going a little bit too hardcore. I would say now over time, we are we are definitely, I would say we're more like the anti-budget camp now. We just, we have everything on autopilot. We have our savings goals and then it is what it is. So we've definitely got a lot less stringent as time went on. I think that's interesting. So once you get the discipline and you have that routine in your life, it becomes a lot easier just to say, okay, I'm putting automation to work and taking care of the things that we know we need to take care of. Talk to us about this Coast Fire goal you've hit. Has the realization of these numbers that we did at that Coast Fire 5, does that change anything for you guys? Does that make you want to keep pushing forward the retirement investing bucket? Or I guess, what are your thoughts now that you know that compound interest and time can take you this far? Yeah, so we we passed recently passed the, the 600,000 net worth mark and 500,000 was towards the beginning of the year too. So we, when that happened, I remember my wife was in the kitchen, like doing, doing the dishes, doing something in the kitchen. I walked in there and I was, you're going to sit down. I have a milestone to share with you. Like, this is crazy. And I think it really just gave us the realization of, you know, it gave us a lot more, I guess, autonomy, especially with our jobs. You think about people doing a job because they have to, to pay the bills or whatever. When you see stuff like this and see the power of compound interest that you've built for yourself, it really does give you a chance to kind of take a step back, 
take a breath and really evaluate if what you're doing is, is in line with your values as a family and where you're trying to end up. So a lot of flexibility, a lot of flexibility. And now you guys are taking that pause and taking that realization. Are there any changes you're planning on making or even in the five, 10 years from now on your bucket list? What are you thinking right now? Yeah, so we have definitely eased off the gas in terms of our savings rate. We were very, we've done this for, man, we've been married for coming up on nine years. And so the, our entire marriage, we've been trying our best, you know, at 40, 50, 60% savings. And so now my son is in public school, so we're not playing, we're not finally not paying for daycare anymore, which all the parents, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we just, we have more flexibility and we're able to take it and realize that, look, even if we don't contribute anything, which is not going to happen, we're going to do something. We can take this money that we were putting towards our 401k and our retirement accounts, and we can do it for things in the now. I know you're a big proponent of the die with nothing. I love that book. I took it to heart when you recommended it. And so there's something about not being so intense and gazelle intense the entire time, because you really are going to burn yourself out. Absolutely. Yeah. I love the balance of the hardcore messages of Dave Ramsey and the fire movement. I think they're fantastic and they help people get to great places. They definitely help our family get to great places. But then there's also that, you know, the opposite side of, hey, we we only have this one life. Let's do some amazing things while we're here and create some memories. So I think finding that balance is important for a lot of people. And it's obviously different stages for everybody. It sounds like you guys are entering into that area right now. And it's really exciting, AJ. That's very cool. AJ, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. Before we go for the day, I'd like to ask you to do me a quick favor. Please share your favorite Marriage, Kids, and Money episode on social media and tag your friend Andy at Andy Hill MKM on Twitter and Facebook or at Marriage, Kids, and Money on Instagram. To encourage you to share your favorite episode... We're giving away free Marriage, Kids, and Money merchandise. That's right, Carpe DM t-shirts, MKM mugs, and Be the Change hoodies and t-shirts and all that good stuff. Speaking of promoting positive work and sharing good news, recently I found a new story on CNN from a couple years ago, and it's entitled 7-Eleven Pledges $7,111 to College Fund of Baby Born on 7-Eleven at 7-Eleven p.m. weighing 7 pounds and 11 ounces. That's insane. And to help me read this article and share the good word once again, I'm happy to be joined by my son, Calvin Hill. How's it going, buddy? Good. I asked you that question right when you stuffed some bread in your mouth, so I'm sorry about that. How is the bread? Good. It's really good. (laughs) Can you get a little closer so people can hear how you're enjoying that bread? Good. Calvin, what do you like about bread? It's a little bit crunchy. It's a little bit crunchy? (laughs) It's a good croissant that we get at the store, and it tastes good, so much so that you stuffed your mouth full of it. Anyway, why don't we jump into this awesome story that you and I talked about the other day. You ready? Rachel Langford's phone has been ringing nonstop since 7-Eleven when she gave birth to a girl at 7-Eleven p.m. weighing 7 pounds and 11 ounces. 
But the most exciting call came from 7-Eleven, which celebrated the news of Jamee Brown's birth by pledging $7,111 to her college fund. The convenience store chain previously had called to offer a gift basket with diapers and other merchandise, Langford said. The additional pledge was totally unexpected. When a company representative asked if she was interested, Langford's answer was a resounding yes. I was completely shocked, she told CNN. I kind of just freaked out. A representative from 7-Eleven confirmed to CNN that the company has pledged the money for Jamae's college fund, as well as onesies, diapers, and other gifts. The young St. Louis family has been in the spotlight since Langford gave birth on 7-Eleven Day, a company holiday marked each year with free Slurpees. They've enjoyed the attention, but Langford says she's mainly focused on her family. In addition to Jamae, Langford has a six-year-old son. She says it's not easy juggling bills and providing for her children. It's hard for anybody to even get a trust fund for their children, she said. To get a blessing like that, it just helps a lot. Very cool. Well, $7,111 for college. Isn't that a lot of money? Isn't that very cool? Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of college, you and I went to a college this past weekend. Remember Michigan State University? We were walking around the campus and our cousins go there. I thought it was kind of interesting. If you go to college, this is how much it's going to cost. You ready? When you go to college in 2032... It's going to cost $200,000 for you to go to college. What? Yeah. That's not fair. Not fair. I know, right? So that's a lot of money. How does that make you feel? It's not fair. It's not fair, right? <laughs> right. So if Jamee wants to go to college, she's going to need a lot more than $7,111. What should she do in order to get more money in the future? If you need a lot to of make money, more buddy babies um, on Seven Eleven. <laughs> that's, so like, that's, <laughs> that's a great answer. <laughs> Have more babies on Seven Eleven so you could get some more seven thousand dollars. Adopt and then just put the babies up for adoption and give all the money to to the one baby. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do that, but. <laughs> what, what about something like, I don't know, investing the money or saving nah. more money? No. Okay, all right. Nah, I like brah. your plan. Just have more nah, babies. Brah. <laughs> have more babies on 7-Eleven. have more babies. Oh, my gosh. On everything 7-Eleven. Okay, well, let me talk to you about, so your college. Mommy and daddy aren't going to have some more babies, right? So how do we get enough money for you to go to college? Make more babies. <laughs> We're not going to make any more babies. Daddy's done. Daddy's done. Mommy's done. Uh, how much, mommy, how much money do I have in my college In your fund? college fund right now, you've got like $30,000. What? Yeah, 30000 bucks. so small money. I have more money than you. And we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we need 200000 So how do we get from 30000 to 200000 
uh, you make more but babies and then <laughs> give it all to me. Just give it all to me. Oh, okay, I don't think this is going anywhere, everybody. We're not making more babies. We need to save and invest <laughs> our money in order to get where we need to go. Maybe you'll get a little closer when uh, you get a little older. Zoe seems to get these money yeah, quiz questions just pretty make well. make more babies <laughs> and give all the money to me. Oh. oh Maybe we keep saving and investing and we'll get there. So anyway, Calvin, this has been fun sharing this good news story with you. I'm going to give you $3. That's not going to get us the, the money we need for the college, but at least you can have some fun maybe buying some like Roblox stuff or something, right? With that, three yeah. bucks. Does that sound good to you? <laughs> Slow down there, bro. Dang. So let's share the shout out of the month. You ready to do that? Okay, fine. Since the last good word, we received three social shout outs. So can you ask the electronic friend to pick a number between one and three? Alexa, pick a number between one and three. Here's a number between one and three. It's one. Excellent. Well, our first social shout out comes from Lawrence Delva Gonzalez, who shared an episode that featured Gene Chatsky and Catherine Tuggle talking about Money advice for college graduates. Do you want to see what the share was here, buddy? You can read that yellow. What's not to love about free money? For more smart money advice, check out my interview with Gene Katsky Chatsky, and Catherine Tuggle. Authors of the new book. How to money. Excellent. Well, Calvin, thank you very much for reading that. Lawrence, thank you very much for supporting our show. I'll be sending you a DM and asking you what type of merch you want from our store, man. Thank you very much for supporting us. And if you want your social shout out to be read on this podcast by a goofy Calvin, then you'll have to do a social shout out. So you could do that at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram or at Andy Hill mkm on twitter or facebook just like you know share your favorite show maybe say why you like it maybe other people could check out the show you know help support our show you know and then i'll throw some merch your way but i appreciate you being here buddy and thank you for reading the good word with me once again in the spirit of growth and inspiration my son calvin is going to end the show with a quote today from henry david thoreau the price of anything is the amount of life you can exchange for it Excellent, buddy. Good read, man. Here's to using your money for the stuff that really matters, my friends. Carpe, Carpe diem! diem.